Hello everyone, we, welcome back. My name is Staman Kiratan, Senior Journalist for XR Today, and as always, we're bringing you the latest and greatest from the VR, AR, and XR industries. Today, we're going to have a very interesting dialogue with Mr. Fabio Mura. He is the Senior Vice President of Products and Marketing for Vnova, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Vnova does. They're making an amazing um, kind of solution that's actually integrated into a lot of different um, immersive headsets and devices. So uh, thanks for coming on today, Fabio. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, thank you for having me, Timon. Thank you. All right. Brilliant. So we will talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, could you introduce what you do with Vnova and what is Vnova's mission? Yeah, uh, let me introduce uh, myself as well. Uh, my name is Fabio Fabio Moore. I've been with Vnova uh, since kind of the very beginning, eight years ago. Um, as uh, kind of we started a company with uh, the mission to improve the way in which data, not just video, but the data uh, is kind of compressed and shared between application to increase the experiences that are more and more immersive uh, um, for the final user. At Vinova, we are a company that does, uh, uh, we describe ourselves as an IP and software company. So we develop technologies, we develop algorithms that uh, eventually become standards. So we, we have promoted our behind the technologies that is used currently in two standards, one by MPEG and one by SIMPI, the Society of um, Motion Television Engineers. Um, and we're working on more, on more, for example, point cloud compression. I, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, one of the latest uh, uh, technologies to be standardized to kind of deliver and uh, render immersive uh, spaces. But as well as developing the algorithms, we also develop solutions. So we have uh, software solutions, hardware solutions uh, that then end up in uh, anything from browsers to mobile hands. Uh, handsets to, to you know, mounted displays, head mounted displays to deliver and uh, these this better immersive experiences. Uh, personally, I've been in video compression uh, kind of all my working life since the days of university. The, the, the field has developed a lot, but uh, always with uh, a uh, kind of, it's always been uh, incremental in a way, right? From the very first impact technologies that gave us digital television in the 90s to before Renova and LCVC has always been incremental improvements of the same foundational technologies, right? With uh, LCVC and our other technologies, what we set out to do is develop and deploy a new approach to video compression. This is fundamentally what we did, what we're trying to do, because we fundamentally believe that there was a, a level of redesign to do in order to deliver deficiencies that are needed today uh, to kind of deliver the, the, the immersive experiences that are quite demanding on, on, on video compression that we need today. In right. a nutshell. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's excellent answers. And so we look into a lot of these technologies. So we have many immersive headsets coming out. Uh, we have the MetaQuest Pro, the Pico 4, Pico 4 Enterprise. We have HTC Focus 3. A lot of new headsets are developing technologies. But with um, LCEVC, which is you know, your main product from Vnova, 
we tried to solve some challenges in developing these technologies. Um, so how does LCEVC aim to tackle some of the challenges in video compression with immersive technologies? Like what does it try to solve? Yeah, it's a very good question. Very good question. The, you know, the problems uh, of uh, delivering high quality video or high quality immersive experiences, particularly uh, well relevant to this space and head mounted displays, but also uh, they're made particularly uh, obvious, let's say, right? Head mounted displays, uh, they're getting better, more capable, higher resolution, lighter, but they're still a fairly heavy compute device on your, on your face, right? So, but the trend is that, is of having lighter and lighter head mounted devices to deliver a higher and higher quality experience, right? On one hand, we want lighter devices with little compute. On the other, we don't want to be tethered to, to a machine. But on the other hand, we want uh, experiences that are as good as quality as the world around us, right? And there's two, uh, you know, these two kind of opposing requirements in a way is where the predicament is, right? Do I render the virtual world on my head mounted display and therefore have a high power, uh, high uh, cost unit or, you know, do I deliver low quality? Neither of them is the right answer. So where else CVC comes into uh, use here, uh, it's the solution to deliver the highest quality video to a head mounted display. So the idea is really we untether the display from the rendering engine. So from the engine uh, kind of rendering the virtual world and the display unit you have on your, uh, on, on your person, right? And that world could be rendered in the cloud, could be rendered on your PC, could be rendered anywhere and delivered uh, in real time over a wireless network to your very light head mounted display. So on one hand, you need to, uh, an engine that delivers photorealistic experiences, super high quality, super resolution, high frame rate. And on the other hand, you need a technology that is light, light enough to fit in the computing capabilities of a pair of light glasses, right? And the idea is that uh, um, uh, LCVC, low complexity enhancement video coding, is the technology that enables to do to do that. And we have many experiments, many trials, many uh, proof of concept currently that we're doing with various companies, big companies in this space to really demonstrate how you can take a 4K or bigger than 4K virtual world, render it in real time in a cloud and deliver it with very low latency at the bandwidths that are necessary, you know, on a kind of Wi-Fi network in your home to a, a very light um, head-mounted display. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's very interesting how, you know, you can create these solutions and then it helps out the entire industry because it will help, you, know, you kind of apply these technologies to fill in where the headsets are unable to um, kind of render the tech, render the video or to um, get the kind of, how I would call it, like a sweet spot for video compression. So for example, like um, we look at some of the older technologies, like 
not necessarily legacy technologies, but more of the H.264, H.265 kind of yeah. codecs that have been previously used with these technologies and that are currently being used today. Now, with v, when VNOVA steps in, um, how does it actually work with these different codecs to deliver this solution? So you said it, you said it, how does it work with this technologies? And there's often a misconception that you have to kind of rip out everything you put in place before uh, in order to deploy a new technologies. And, and traditionally it's been like that because you're tied to the availability of that technology in a piece of silicon on a chipset that therefore have to be available in mass quantities in the market. Where LCVC is different is a, it's an enhancement, is in the name, low complexity enhancement video coding. So it's not a standalone technology, but it's used together with the, the ones you mentioned, you know, AVC, HEVC, and AV1. Uh, it is used together with these technologies to get better performance out of them. And it's also low complexity, meaning it's a, it's, it can be deployed in software on devices existing today by simply using blocks that are there, they're fundamentally there, CPUs, GPUs, scalers, blenders, they're all blocks available in silicon today that with LCVC we can use to basically deploy the, the, the technology in software. So where we're working, whether it's in, a, you know, in the XR space or in streaming or in broadcast or in many of the other kind of industries that we're active in, it's basically we're working together with our partners to make sure that we deploy LCVC in a way to get the kind of best bang for their buck on their existing uh, kind of video delivery infrastructure. So, you know, in the XR space, you have companies like NVIDIA, AMD, and uh, uh, Meta, of course, that are all developing kind of end-to-end -end solution to deliver these worlds, but they're all fundamentally render something, a world in the cloud, encoded with a technology and whether it's AVC, HEVC or in the future AV1, we're working to get the performance that is necessary to squeeze that virtual world through the bandwidth that are available in the home, which is typically regardless of the fiber connectivity or not, you're in a wireless environment, you're moving, your distance from your router varies. So, you know, you can rely on what, 30, 40, 50 megabits a second if you don't want to be kind of constrained in space or tethered to something, which is kind of like, you know, prevents the enjoyment or the realistic enjoyment of the virtual uh, uh, environment. And we're doing that obviously in, uh, you know, in low latency with the best possible quality with the best possible frame rate. Um, again, it's, it's, it's an enhancement, right? It's, uh, it's, uh, allowing uh, the step up in solutions that are already developing in the market to deliver XR experiences in real time to, to, to consumers. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's that kind of, you know, collaboration, that interoperability with current and existing solutions that's going to help it to go a lot further than, you know, creating proprietary systems that work only, you know, with um, a select few devices. So I think yeah. companies developing these types of systems will, um, you know, do a lot more for the entire XR ecosystem in the future. Um, speaking of which, 
ecosystem. We speak about that. Um, there are a lot of different perks to using things like LCEVC, um, along with, you know, there's improved pixels, uh, improved battery life performance. I was curious though, I wanted to know if there were any like um, environmentally friendly uh, benefits to using uh, the technology, like would it save, um, you know, electricity costs or things like that? Would it help to prolong the battery life of the headsets? Uh, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, and uh, I mean, the answer, the short answer is both. And uh, we have data that shows that as well. I mean, let me start by saying that video is expensive in general, right? In terms of data to be encoded and transmitted is a lot heavier than audio, web pages, files, whatever. It constitutes, uh, you know, a large proportion of today's traffic on the internet. And if you're thinking of making uh, kind of XR metaverse-like experiences, mass markets, where you have millions of concurrent users constantly accessing streams that are personalized because that's your own view of a virtual space at high resolution and high frame rate, you can see how the uh, the kind of the volume of video on the internet is only going to increase. And producing and compressing this video will put a strain on the data center. So any technology that lightens the load on the data center, that prolongs battery life, it's worth looking at, I would say. Right? The problem it's kind of that trade-off between the uh, compression efficiency and the computational requirements that are typically, uh, um, you know, uh, in in this space, right? The, the um, various codecs. Right? So let me rephrase it. Various codecs over the years have become more and more and more efficient, but also more and more and more uh, computationally intensive. So deploying a AV1 encoder certainly reduces the bandwidth by, let's say, 50% compared to its predecessor, but it's also 10x more expensive in the data center. So this is why we set out, and not just by ourselves, we, we did publish a paper as Vinova together with Intel and uh, Meta, analyzing the performance of different codecs and different codecs with and without LCVC across a, uh, well, we did a, about 650,000 encodes to measure the computational and compression performance at different operating points. And what we found, and this paper is available on the SPIE website or our vinova.com website, I think it's available on lcvc.org as well, if someone wants to, to uh, to have a look at it, but fundamentally the, the net result is that using LCVC, even with the most advanced codecs like AV1, will improve the compression efficiency, but also will improve the computational efficiency by over 80%. So, and that's a massive number, because if you think about, you know, how much cost that is in the data center, how much electricity or how many more stream you can uh, process on a given physical asset, you know, a server that consumes so many watts, it is, it has a real impact on the operational costs for the service and the, 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 the data center operator, but also a net benefit uh, environmentally, right? Yeah. And I know that, um, you know, with so many companies using their kind of like um, consumer responsibility, like programs and, you know, trying to meet UN 
uh, sustainable development goals. This is a very key technology that could help to help digitally transform a lot of different enterprises. So that way, as they do that, they will be able to consult with this technology and achieve that goal because they have to put out, you know, tangible measurements and report those back. So very interesting point that you made there. I wanted to ask you a little bit, because there's so many things happening in the industry at the current moment, we have um, the different headsets that were mentioned before, and many of them are now working with other companies to try to create new solutions to, I guess, expand how people use their own solutions. For example, Meta Platforms work with Microsoft to you know, make cross compatibility for Teams, and Office 365 and other types of technologies. Uh, have you seen anything in the, I, I suppose, in the industry that has a really, you know, caught your attention and something that you'd like to talk about regarding the development of XR? Well, the, I can speak about a couple of like firsthand experiences, right? The, the, the topic of collaboration is very, um, it's a very interesting one in general because you know there's two sides to it. So there's people collaborating in drafting standards, so drafting recipes that then everybody else will implement, and eventually they will seed the market with the technology. And we've been involved in that, working with hundreds of companies to develop LCVC as a standard, right? Um, on the other hand, you have like, uh, you know, Meta collaborating with Microsoft. We have uh, AMD collaborating with Microsoft, uh, you know, AMD collaborating with Microsoft and Meta to kind of like now accelerate a market to, to respond to consumer demand fundamentally, right? Uh, and uh, build a solution that uh, can answer a question, a demand. And firsthand, you know, I mentioned the paper that we did together with Vinova, Intel, and Meta. There are three very different companies and three companies that could have a very different role in the uh, in the XR space, but they all have a role, right? So if you put the service provider, the provider of the hardware, silicon, and overall kind of like software solutions, and a technology provider, you kind of build a chain, a value chain that uh, when pointed to a specific result, whether it's uh, uh, assessing the value of a CVC with AV1 or building an end-to-end, kind of uh, the best end-to-end -end XR experience that we could have today, you can see how that value chain can accelerate a result, right? And uh, we have another example specific to the metaverse uh, with another company called Repeal VR, which with whom we're uh, collaborating. Repeal VR is a very interesting company offering a metaverse kind of like uh, kind of joint experience to its users to, you know, that varies from clubs to uh, concerts. And I can see the high value of such experiences, but in order to be effective, they need to be at scale. So we are working with them as a final user of this value chain to ensure that they can get there as quickly as possible. And, uh, uh, you know, in Brazil, we're working together with other big companies there to deliver next generation digital TV services. So I really appreciate that ecosystem. It kind of is uh, needs to uh, be born from collaboration. Actually, just to mention one last thing at, at IBC, the broadcast show in Amsterdam uh, this September, we didn't go as Vinova. 
we went uh, uh, as a sponsor of an LCVC showcase. And why? Because it's limiting and limiting having Vinova and having Red Pill VR and having another company, NVIDIA, let's say, all showing bits of solutions for the XR space. And so we went with an LCVC showcase showing real end-to-end solutions. And together with uh, NVIDIA, with a company called Presence, for example, we had a kind of photorealistic six degree of freedom live rendering of, uh, of uh, a short movie, it was a 12 minute movie in, um, you know, in six degree of freedom uh, on a standard gaming laptop, which was a first where, you know, in this case we were using point cloud compression. So a, a kind of the big brother of LCVC, if you want. But uh, it's uh, it's another one of those things where I could talk about point cloud compression, you know, all day and still having you fail to grasp the impact that this could have on a user experience. But when I combine it together with an NVIDIA GPU on a standard laptop using present software, I can take, uh, uh, you know, any graphic engine and turn it into a fully immersive uh, six degree of freedom. So you're not anymore with a point of view, but you're in a cube and you really can move around and be part of the scene, you know, all on consumer hardware. And it's a much better way to obviously showcase the technologies, but also accelerate their time to market. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's so many different possibilities like with the technology. And I think that as people collaborate and experiment, they'll be able to find new use cases for it. So, you know, we'll see how it develops. As I always tell people, we'll see how it develops in the future. But um, <laughs> yeah, for the here and now, I think that there's a lot of prospective things that we can do with L you know, LCEVC. So yeah, any um, final comments or anything else do you like to say before we close up for today? Yeah. Uh... My final comment, I think, you know, perhaps on, your, on the timing of these things in the future versus, you know, what, what we have today, I think we're a bit on that uh, inflection point where some of these experiences are now almost uh, kind of ready to be, you know, decoupled to the kind of gamer as the final users and really become mass market, right? What I mentioned is us working with some of these companies not because 3D VR for a game doesn't work. It works if you have a desktop machine, kind of computing capabilities, uh, and uh, you know, for that part of the market and that niche user, it, it works, right? But if we want to make them really mass market, hit the millions of users, occasional users that will want to step in and out of these experiences, then we need to deliver them uncoupled for the final headsets, we need to deliver them in the cloud or edge cloud. We need to deliver them as efficiently as possible, obviously for the user to be able to consume them, but also for the services and the enterprises to be doing so sustainably, right? Both for the environment, but also from a cost of ownership perspective. And therefore, you know, in order to make that mass market possible, we need to look at the technologies that can enable uh, these aspects, right? And uh, we believe firmly, and we're, we're working with all these companies to prove it, that LCVC is one of these technologies that can compress better, 
uh, decode lighter and deliver uh, kind of like um, cost savings on one side and better experiences for the users. Right, excellent words. So thanks so much for joining us. And um, once again, we've been speaking to Fabio Mira. He is the Senior Vice President of Products and Marketing for VNova, who has developed the LCEVC um, kind of compression tool that is helping immersive technologies to build better experiences with lighter impacts on the environment, as well as on the headsets and devices that are running them. And once again, um, if you'd like to follow conversations like this, um, please go to the XR News hashtag on Twitter and LinkedIn. Once again, my name is Damon Curitan, Senior Journalist for XR Today. Uh, thanks again, Fabio, for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to uh, speaking with you. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, wonderful. Uh, thanks again, everyone, guys, for tuning in for today. Um, we will see you and catch you at the next go-around. Uh, until then, take care and bye now. <laughs>